the lunchbox we are going to be reviewing the finale episode of loki um as always i'm michelle i'm joined by lou and alex hey and uh this episode was called for all time always so final episode of loki before we get into the spoilers let's just do a quick little like what do we think of the episode and then we'll move into the spoiler territory so what'd you guys think? Uh, I can go first. Uh, I really liked it. I liked it so much that I feel disappointed in a way, if that makes sense. Uh, I can explain in that it was just for just selfish reasons. I just wanted the episode to keep dragging on. I uh, did not want it to end. But other than that, it was how they say chef's kiss. Yeah, it was definitely, it, it felt too short considering we were just introduced to like possibly the next Thanos. And um, yeah, uh, great performance from uh, you know who, I don't know if we're in spoiler territory. Should we, should we announce? Not yet. Let's go for no, it. Not no, yet. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers? Well, okay, Jonathan Majors. Sorry, <laughs> but Jonathan Majors in it as, uh, as the he who remains. Uh, and I think... He did a, a phenomenal job uh, from from top to bottom. He he was great, and yeah, like uh, the, the only unfortunate part is that like when Loki was on screen, I'm like, get the hell out of there, you two, Sylvie, like just go away, go away, like go away, Heat, like from everyone, like like when they would cut away, just go away. I don't care. I I, I was a little curious what would happen at the TBA, but but like when it came to the to the Loki uh, stuff. I it 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 just I, I I don't know what it was that I, I was just over it uh, by that point. Yeah, I I I'm sorry, Lou. It's not Chef's Kiss for me personally. <laughs> I didn't actually. I don't think I really liked this episode all that much um, because to me it didn't feel like a finale, and I don't like when finales don't feel like finales. It felt very much like tune in next week. Just kidding. Wait until the next season. Um, there, even though there was the reveal, it didn't feel like enough of a wrap up for me there just like wasn't enough excitement there was a lot of exposition and explanation but like explanation of things to come more than things that had happened if that makes sense um so to me it felt a little bit disappointing though I'm like so excited for the next season because they did say there is the next season now and that's great but this episode for that reason I think suffered in my opinion so there's that so now we're going to break down the whole episode it's all spoilers everything's spoilers if you haven't watched it get your life together go watch it um so we are gonna start off with our dynamic duo that i will now be referring to as silky that's their ship name there you go or lovey your choice i'll go with silky because i I, think the other one i i I vote for icky uh, (laughs) yeah that's that's kind of icky to be honest so it's so weird um, but yeah, so we meet up with our friends Silky, and they have made it to the end of time, the void. They enter this palace, and they are promptly greeted by Miss Minute, who proceeds to make them an offer that she thinks they cannot refuse of offering Loki the throne and Sylvie happiness. Um, if they just kind of walk away from this whole mission that they're on to kill whoever's in charge. So what did you guys think of this scene in the sequence? Uh, it, so, it was really cool. Uh, oh, sorry, Alex. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say, like, uh, when I saw Miss Minutes, I was a little concerned because uh, I saw on Nerdist, uh, you know, Nerdist News, they, they had a video last week about, like, 
why Miss Minutes is behind the TVA. And I'm like, I, I didn't bother watching it, but I'm like, I like I would hate that. I would hate if it was like, hey, guess, you know, we're so clever, you couldn't get this. And I'm like, dear Lord, don't make it Miss Minutes. And it was uh, Miss Minutes and, all along. <laughs> oh my God. That's, yeah, that it would not be as cute <laughs> as, uh, as uh, what was her name? Well, I forgot her name. Uh, Agatha? Agatha, yeah, sorry. God, it's yeah. been a while for me. <laughs> Agatha, it was Agatha all along, right. Um, right, so so like that, that was my initial thought, but uh, going into it, it was, and, oh, all right. And then the other thing that I thought was like, I was just so concerned who it was going to be. I'm like, and don't also don't let it be like a character that's like, oh, that was way out of left field, like Red Skull. It's like, hey, remember this guy? <laughs> oh, look, Red Skull's here. Look at that. Just, just make it Kang. Let it be Kang. And it dot dot dot. We'll get to that. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Lou. Uh yeah, I, it was like beautiful. Like just looking at the castle and the. Uh kind of the design of the castle where it had like the gold trimmings it uh reminds me of this i i don't know if you guys remember but there's this japanese art where they fix you know exactly with, what you're talking about I with know gold things about. Uh, it was it was so beautiful uh and the other thing is that since i watched it like really early in the morning i had headphones on and miss minutes actually popping up actually scared me <laughs> yeah but yeah. <laughs> the same with alex uh I was really concerned that it was going to be Miss Minutes because she she had that her her uh when she appeared she had that look that's like yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, I know what I'm doing but I I was also really hoping that it wasn't her then I'm glad that she mentioned the uh the the name I suppose and uh, the other thing to note was that it was actually kind of a even though I'm 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 still not shipping these two but it was like kind of a cool scene before they entered the door it's nice and uh you know just kind of loving in a way it was like their banter but yeah yeah um i i mean echoing you guys i was concerned it was me miss minutes and i didn't like that i had thought that could have been the case like a while back because it seemed like she knew things were going on but now it kind of makes sense why she knew things because she's actually directly reporting to he who remains that's his name. So it's not Voldemort. It's not he who must not be named. It's he who remains. Um, so she directly reports to him. So that's kind of why I think in the previous episode, she was kind of playing around more and she was being a little bit more sketchy. Um, so it, it was nice to kind of get that explanation as to why she was like that. And then I thought it was really interesting just her making the offer to the Lokis, to Sylvie, um, of the different things. And obviously they're both not on board for it. We've seen some growth from their characters. Um, that, you know, Sylvie's on her mission and Loki's just kind of here to carry her luggage because he's just on her trip with her at this point, I feel like. Um, so it was interesting to see that play out. So from there, before we get to see who he, who remains is, uh, we go back to the TVA and we see our buddy Mobius and what he is up to. So he shows up at Renslayer's office and they have kind of a conversation about betrayal and their friendship and how they both feel betrayed by each other and this not the other thing and we do see kind of what Mobius's plan was because we had questioned last week what's he going to do when he goes back to the TVA so his plan obviously was to free Hunter B-15 give her that pen and then have her reveal to the other hunters that they're all variants so she does that by actually chasing down the origin of said pen 
which is the school that I guess variant or non-variant Renslayer is the principal of. So it's revealed that she's just a regular principal at a school somewhere. Um, and that's that's the reveal we get there. So what do you guys think of that whole sequence? It actually was, I don't know, I was like pretty, well, not pretty confused. I was, I was a little confused with that scene, like what, what direction it was going. So I've only seen it once, maybe like watching it again, I'll, I'll like something will spark in my head and like, oh yeah. But at that very moment is like, I kind of know what the, his plan is and what he's doing, but I'm not sure what he she's doing with the uh, the real Renslayer other than to kind of prove to the other guys that uh, they are variants. So I wish I had seen more of kind of the plan. Yeah, I, I thought like the, the B-15 plan was actually pretty smart because that's uh, pretty much the, the only way to convince the other hunters uh, that, uh, hey, something's going on, uh, it's a variant, and they were all variants. I don't remember the pen thing. Uh, where where did that pop up? Uh, First that, or like, second episode, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's curious. All right, well, well that, that was something I guess my brain just completely forgot. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was a good plan. Uh, as I mentioned before, B-15 can't, uh, can't fight her way out of a paper bag. So <laughs> she might as well do something else. Yeah. <laughs> I just started just to, to dig into Michelle. <laughs> well, at this point, neither can Mobius. I'm sorry. He goes to take no. a swing at Red Slayer and gets disarmed immediately. Yeah, I'm like, was that yeah. his plan to suck that bad? Because come on, like, at least try a little harder. It has to be, right? Because it looked too easy. They're like, there's no way that maybe he grabbed something from her pocket like the temp pad or something but she got away so i don't know it was too easy Mm -hmm. that i'm I'm very suspicious of that i'm really curious like it like i said kind of in the intro it feels like this episode's setting up a lot of future things because now we have renslayer who just left to go find free will whatever that means so does that mean she's going to look for he who remains because she did state he's the only person who has free will so is that who she's going to reunite with. I'm not like, I'm, I don't know. It feels very open-ended to me. I didn't really get like any type of closure from, from that, unfortunately. Um, so but, that's just me. Okay. Now, now here's a question. Do you care what she's going to do? I don't, because, should like, I? Like, I don't know if I should at I, this point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cause, cause like so far she's just been like, like, just, just like, you know, confidently ignorant in what she's doing, like not asking the right questions and just the same thing. And, and then like now all of a sudden, like she either cares or she's, she just doesn't care. I, I don't know. I don't care uh, what she's doing at, at, at this point. Like, yeah, she can leave and like let uh, Mobius and B-15 uh, handle the rest. So mm-hmm. I, I like, I'm going to guess she's going to link up with uh, one of the, uh, um, I, I don't think, I, 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 I don't know what to call them. He, he who remains. Uh, One variant. of the variants, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's the come. But that, that's my guess for second season. Yeah. Well, now we get to the big thing that we all want to talk about. The reveal of he who remains. Though he's never called by anything else in this show. We know him as the actor Jonathan Majors, who we know has been cast as Kang. So therefore, this is Kang or some iteration, some very variant of him. Um, so that is... The reveal there is just a dude, just a flesh and blood dude pulling the strings. Um, and then we get a full explanation of the origins of the TVA, the creation of the multiversal war, and then the stopping of the multiversal war by 
he who remains so without going into how that all happened if you watch the episode you know what happened i'm not going to explain all that uh, but what do you guys think of both his reveal and then the reveal of the origins of the tba okay so it's lose drinking uh like this is what it feels like to be right oh <laughs> finally finally i've been wrong for so long like like you know it's it, it, it's kind of bittersweet because uh like it was revealed to sort of be him, not really. Like like it's not Kang the Conqueror. It's it's he who remains. Not even Immortus. I, I I don't know who it is. Like he's he's got so many iterations. But uh, but I, I was just so psyched to see him just sitting there chilling and like yes, something that makes sense, something uh, that uh, that can lead us to some something else uh, that's that's interesting. Uh, I, I do like his recap because like it just uses like figurines of himself, like the different versions. It was it was really neat uh, visual way of uh, just you know letting the narration take over. And I yeah I, I thought it was really cool, really well set up, and yeah. It was yeah I was really happy like for once uh, all this kind of ranting of who we wanted to be we actually got one right <laughs> and uh, we know it's 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 not it's not Kang for sure I actually thought that just uh, I was looking some stuff before before I watched it and to me that actually seemed more like uh, Immortus without that because of what he was wearing there was like that little thing on his chest to me it was Immortus but. In, at that moment, I'm just like, I know, I know we're right. Give us, give us a goddamn name. Somebody, we know it's not <laughs> Kang. Maybe Mortis, but probably isn't. It, they didn't mention Nathaniel Richards. So I just wanted a name at that point. But I, yeah, like, like Alex, I was just really happy to get one. Yeah. One for the good guys, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really have an opinion of who would be anyone because I don't know Kang or Immortus or Key Who Remains or any of these people. But I was excited to see Jonathan Majors. I like him as an actor. I thought he was really good in this like weird character who just honestly had so many lines, was just talking. It was so like fascinating to watch the entire time. There was something about him climbing on the desk, just how weird he was doing that, that like I really liked that. I don't know what it is that I liked about it, but it was something that I was like, this character's kind of weird and I, I like it a lot. Um, I thought just his explanation for everything. I was like, okay, this all makes sense to me. I'm following it along. I get it. I'm on board. Like I, I agree that this makes sense. And then his offer to Silky of kind of taking his, like either kill him and deal with a million variants of him existing or take over his place. I thought that was a really interesting kind of, I think it was like they called it a gambit that was the gambit at the end and I thought that was really interesting I was so like I had a moment where I'm like oh what are they gonna do I wasn't actually confident on what choice they were gonna make in that moment if they make it together if they wouldn't make it together um and all that so that was I really loved that that was amazing from his reveal onwards I'm a fan like that was all good the first half not so much um so then from there we see the potential crumbling of Silky um, where they actually have a little bit of an argument because Sylvie doesn't trust Loki and Loki notices or like realizes that he's not someone who can be trusted even though in that moment he is on her side he's trying to work with her she attacks him they end up having a fight which then ends in a kiss <laughs> and it was 
her trick all along to push him uh, through a little time door back to the TVA so that she could kill he who remains. That's that was that. So what do you guys think of that? Uh, I really felt for Loki in that scene. And like we, we've seen his full transformation and we, we were like, he's going to have some tricks, this and that. But it's actually Sylvie who had the last trick, who actually, I, I also sympathize with Sylvie because this was like her, her lifelong journey was to get to this point and kill the person behind the TBA, even though uh, he mentioned that by killing him, you're just going to make a really big mess and have more of him like the the bad ones out there uh yeah i i i still don't like that kiss by the way it's it's still weird for me seeing that kiss but yeah uh, everything is broken now and you even see it uh on on her not necessarily her face but her her action after she she killed him like she just sat down and almost like yeah i i i fucked up this is gonna be bad so uh yeah I I called her an idiot. Like when, when she stabbed uh, her, I was like, you idiot, Sylvie. Damn it, Sylvie. I, I mean, I suppose that's because like, uh, I know uh, like, like you know, the truth, you know, you know like, like, like as like, you know, like we, we, we know where, where it comes from the comics and we know what's coming up. So like we're, we're privy to that knowledge that yeah, Sylvie shouldn't kill him. So when... Uh, she does so. It's it doesn't feel like a complete character arc. It, it just feels like like a dot dot dot. Like she, like nothing's really resolved for her. Uh, but to for Loki, continued. yeah, exactly. For for Loki though, it does feel like he he's uh, gone full circle and and like he does feel like a hero character, uh, especially more that he was fighting to defend the multiverse really uh, in this episode against uh, Sylvie. Uh, so. Yeah, and and I just want to point out, uh, Jonathan Majors, his like last few lines, uh, they were so uh, like brilliantly just performed. When uh, when Sylvie asks, "Aren't you gonna beg?" and he he's just stuttering, just I could, I could, and then he says his last line was like, "I'll see you soon," just yeah. awesome, just great stuff. I'm looking forward to more to seeing him coming back. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, oh man, I'm torn about the way I feel about this because I understand the motivations of both Loki and Sylvie in this moment. I will never forgive her for kissing him. That's like where I draw the line. Not just because I'm like mad grossed out by it, but it's like, (laughs) he's done all of these things for you, for your mission. Like he has never at any point actually betrayed you. And you're going to just like cross that barrier of like, because you guys are both damaged as far as it comes to love and relationships and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to make, like, you're going to kiss him as a distraction. Like, that's that's crossing the line to me. Like, that's that's really, really manipulative and that I don't like. So then I didn't feel for her after that. Because if she had maybe just, like, turned him around and, like, I don't know, like, said something to him as opposed to kissing him to distract him and then, like, push him through, I would have been totally on board with her cause. But there's something about that kiss that was like next level manipulation to me. And I like, to me, that's a villainous move. It's not just you're trying to get your stuff done. Like you're actually actively hurting people in the process. Like that was mean. 
Um, so I'm mad at her and I don't like her anymore. I didn't really love her to begin with, but now I don't like her. And I feel very, very, very heartbroken for Loki and even more so by the end of it, but we'll get to that. Um, then the death of he who remains and glad Alex mentioned that I thought the final line was ominous as hell. And I'm excited to see yeah. uh, just how that all plays out. I'm really, really excited for that. So from there, we see what happens at the TVA and we see just the sacred timeline is in splinters. There's branches absolutely everywhere. It's chaos. All the hunters are running around and we see Mobius and D15 kind of just looking at the screen, not really sure what to do. Loki then arrives, realizes where he is and he goes to find his, his buddy Mobius to tell him what's going on. And Mobius doesn't remember him. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, are you an analyst? Like, what's going on? Um, after Loki tried to tell him, like, this is all that's happening, da da da, um, and that's that's kind of where it more or less ends. So, what did you guys think of that ending? Uh, first, when I saw the just the uh, branching of the multiverse to like just extreme levels, and my first thoughts was like, my first thoughts were like, everything is canon. The X-Men are canon, <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. is canon. There's no way in hell we don't see Toby and Andrew Garfield in that movie. So everything makes sense. Um, and another thing, another thought was uh I hope they don't make multiverse sort of like a scapegoat. You know how we were talking about scrolls? It's so it's so yeah. easy to just blame it on the scroll. Oh, it was a scroll, and then my fear for this is like, oh yeah. It's multiverse, blah blah blah. They they can make that excuse now, which I hope they just do this carefully. Um, really sad that Mobius. Actually, very sad for for Loki because also just to go back a little bit, like his his final lines to to Sylvie were the most, in my opinion, sincere thing he said. Like that was just like hundred percent truth. There was nothing behind that. So I I, I felt heartbroken for him. And I guess my thoughts to like when he was in the TVA and was talking to talking to Mobius and B15 was that this is another TVA, uh, a TVA where it's Kang's TVA because we saw the the comic accurate Kang statue, like no helmet, but like the costume. Well, that was that was comic accurate as hell. So just excitement after that. Uh, I don't know how this is going to affect the movies, but there's going to be something in here because season two is happening, which I guess they're going to try and fix all the timelines and stuff, but I'm just super excited now for what's going to happen next. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just start, Lou. You basically took everything from my mind when it came to the multiverse stuff. Like it's, it, it can be such a crutch uh, for, 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 for writing stories. Like you can excuse anything away just by using the, the multiverse or, or like stakes lowered considerably. Cause like you kill a character. It's like, Oh, but we found their, their duplicate on Earth 1721, and then that's it. Uh, so I, I hope it's handled well, uh, unlike the, the way the scrolls were handled in, in the comics, which was just complete cluster. Uh, yeah, but uh, as, as, as far as like the show goes, it, it, like the Loki stuff, Loki and Sylvie stuff fell flat because like number one I, I just don't like where their relationship went and like number two Sylvie was a likable character for like maybe the the entirety of one episode like not for very long and and then she went back to like you know her villainous ways which I don't know like like logically it didn't it didn't make sense to me uh 
considering everything that was uh you know set in front of her so uh yeah i that that was that was a big problem for me but but seeing as how mobius like the, there was like a big change at the tva it's like okay so we've got something set up i hope it's not in the movies and then the mid credit scene shows that uh well we got another episode coming so that was uh that was a good sign yeah i i'm i'm agreeing with the multiverse theory my first like when i saw all those branches i was like oh no they're gonna do a bunch of crazy shit and just blame it on the multiverse they're just going to make everything they've ever wanted to make and anything that goes poorly, just kidding, multiverse, it never happened. Yeah. That's my concern for sure. Um, so that makes me a little bit nervous, but also it opens up the possibility of a lot of really awesome things. Um, so fingers crossed it's not abused. Then as far as like Loki coming back, the, the Mobius not remembering him honestly was a gut punch for me. I like really wanted Loki to have a win. Like, it did not feel like he won. He's the hero and he lost. He lost absolutely yeah. at every turn in this show, it feels like. And that, like, I felt emotional afterwards. I was a little bit distraught. I was like, Mobius didn't get a jet ski and they're not friends anymore. So I don't have buddy time. So, like, what what, what am I left with? A multiverse of madness is what I'm left Multiverse of tears. And of tears. And of broken hearts and friends. So um, I'm hoping that for season two we get to see the like blossoming of their friendship again because this time Mobius doesn't know who Loki is so they don't have that animosity between them already so I'm hoping they can develop a fresh new friendship (laughs) because that's all I want from this stupid show is Loki to have a friend (laughs) that's all I wanted he's got he's got nobody at the end and that's really sad for me so yeah that's that's that so now that we kind of talked about the whole episode, let's just say like how now that we've seen it all, how do we feel about the entire season? I can go first. Uh, uh, we had this question at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, which of the three is uh, your favorite show. And by far, this is my favorite show. And as a final score, I would... Other than the, I agree with Alex, the Sylvie just being super likable and then kind of like at the very end is like, oh man, Sylvie, you dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, this is a solid nine for me. I love every se- second of this series. Nine out of 10. Yeah, it, it, it kind of did deliver on like almost everything we, we expected, uh, like variants of Loki, uh, all the craziness uh, in, involved. Like it, it really relied on uh, a bunch of the comic book stuff. And gave us some cool new things like I, I'd, I'd say Mobius is, is like a great new addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and so is he who remains. Feels silly saying saying that all the time, but uh, but, but hey, that's his name. Uh, yeah, it, it it was really good. I I do think that the Marvel shows they did get progressively better. Like I I thought at the end of the of the episode that like this it was probably the one show that they should have started with like like they, like this is like sure, this, this yeah. was like this hit so well and like it, it it did so well like like in terms of like the the, the comic stuff like appealing to the comic audience and uh having all the action and stuff I, I i thought this was the one that uh yeah should have kicked it off but um yeah as for uh ratings i i i'd say the, the ending d- despite like the the big fan service uh it, it it was lacking like i it, it was just 
too cliffhangery for me. Um, so I'd give it like a, a an eight and a half. The, but the rest was great. I'm copying you. Also eight and a half was the number in my brain. Um, same thing. The ending didn't tie enough up with the bow for me personally. Um, the thing about this show compared to Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision, I feel like this one was very, very, very friendly to people who aren't the most familiar with the comics, where we can see all these variants of Loki and we can still get the same amount of enjoyment from it without reading more into it, if that makes sense. Whereas WandaVision, I feel like that was more challenging um, if you weren't as familiar with the comics because you wouldn't really understand like who was what and you know some of the reveals. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't really have any of that. It was very face value. And this one kind of was that perfect in between where I feel like the comic fans feel like they got their show and the Marvel Cinematic, Cinematic Universe fans feel like they got their show and it's like that perfect coupling. Um, so for that, like, I think it was spectacular and this would be the one I'd probably recommend if I only recommended one out of the three, this would be the one for sure. So 8.5, I'm so excited for the next season. Give it to me right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we got some other show, like I think what's next, is is Hawkeye the next thing that happens? What if? What if? What if? There you go. So we have a couple more things going on uh, before a bunch of movies. So there's a lot of Marvel goodness for everybody. So always these shows to rewatch, which I intend to do. So with all that being said, this has been the Lunchbox. Thank you so much for watching. If you've watched all of our reviews of Loki, we really appreciate you. If you haven't, go back and watch all of our reviews of the entire show. We also did WandaVision. We also did Falcon Winter Soldier, and we also did Black Widow and everything else. So tune in to all of the fun things. Um, thank you. Comment, like, subscribe, all that beautiful stuff. As always, I'm Michelle. I'm joined by Lou and Alex, and we will see you in the next video. Bye. Peace.